Hey, this is Bradley Weber. I'm the pastor of Release City Church, and this is our podcast. I'm super excited that you tuned in, and I really hope today's message encourages you, gives you a sense of hope, and inspires you to pursue all that God has created you to be. Now, let's jump right in to today's message. Amen. Well, Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year, everybody. Hey, somebody to turn your neighbor to him and say, he makes all things new. Hey, all that stuff that happened in 2022, let's just see ya. See ya. It's out of here, man. He has so much more in store for this house. I believe that he has so much more in store for you and your family. This is me. This just, 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 just has to be. I'm believing for more and I'm believing for bigger. So if you're trying to hashtag that pastor b style that will be hashtag mo bigger hashtag more i'm just because we i just i just i believe this i'm confident of this we serve a big god and there is absolutely nothing that he does that is small amen Amen? so get ready i love that i love that video get ready buckle up this is going to be an amazing year I'm just telling you, and when you, and I I hope you're getting your notes ready because we're fixing to dive right into God's word today. I'm telling you, if you would take a hold of this, you are going to see more bigger in your life in 2023. I'm I'm just telling you, amen? Amen. Well, welcome to church. Welcome to Release City. Um, We are so excited that you're here um, today. I believe God truly is up. To something good. If you brought your Bibles, let's go to the book of Colossians. Colossians chapter 2. Begin with verse 6 and 7. I'm just going to read these two verses and then we're going to just dive right in. I'm telling you, God's got something for you today. Simply says this this is Paul speaking. So then, just as you have received Christ Jesus our Lord, continue. Everybody say, continue. Nudge your neighbor, tell them, say, don't stop. Continue to walk in him, being rooted and built up in him. I love that. I just, I can see a tree that when, that, that it, when I continue to walk in him, my roots will go deeper and I will be built up in him and established in the faith. Everybody say established. So when I continue, I will be established just as you were taught and overflowing with gratitude. I've titled today's message simply this, established in God. Established in God. Because we we establish ourselves in all kinds of things. Come on, somebody. We establish ourselves what establish that's that that's the makeup of 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 what I do the most is what I become more frequently. Wow. What I do the most is what I become most, most frequently. And as I began praying and preparing for today's talk and seeking God for the direction of, of our mini- this ministry um, this year, I just believe this word established. I always ask God for a word. Uh, sometimes it's one word. Sometimes it's, it's a sentence. Um, one year it was to be intentional, and that was just kind of my motto. I wanted to be intentional. This year, I really believe that this word established is going to be a significant word and an important word for our church as we become individually established in 
him. Amen. Amen. And established in God. So Colossians 2, 6 gives us a clear perspective of what our Christian faith should look like and what being a follower of Jesus is all about. In this passage, Paul is speaking about salvation. One of the biggest misconceptions about salvation in the church and those outside the church who are afraid to come into the church is because of this misconception that people believe that once they're saved, they've got to work really, really hard and check off all the boxes to keep themselves saved. I mean, let me just tell you, if that's you and that's what you think about salvation, that once you're saved, now I've got to work, I've got to work, 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 i got to work this thing to keep this salvation. Let me tell you something. If that's, if that's your perception, are you ready for this? Got one word for you. Stop. Stop. That's not Bible. Listen, your salvation was never about your strength and power. If it was, then just the, just the, just the, 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 the slaughtering of a lamb or, or, and the blood of the, would have covered us. But God knew that that would never, we're too messed up just to have a little blood once a year. <laughs> we needed blood that would cover us for a lifetime. And Jesus said, I am he, send me. So it's never about your power, never about my strength. This is all about God's power at work in you. That's salvation. It's God's power at work in you. Salvation is God establishing you and I into a new position, and we know as being in, that we know as being in Christ. That's what I was trying to say. Right? Another term we often use is, once I'm saved, I'm a new creation. He makes all things new. We, we declared that at the very beginning. Salvation, listen, salvation is not a contract based on the consistency of my performance. My salvation is not predicated on if I, may, if I do everything right. Listen, I, 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 I said some things at my TV last night that I had to repent for. Actually, before my sister, she came over from Gainesville, and I said, Brittany Nicole, I'm sorry. She said, you don't have to apologize. Do you know who our daddy was? <laughs> I'm telling you, watching Ohio State Buckeye game with Joshua, our brother, they need to have seatbelts in the, in the couch because he gets so wound up, he scares me. I feel like he's going to eject from the couch and go straight to the TV and pick it up and throw it in the floor. Like, that's Joshua Kenneth. So I get it honestly. The passion, oh, I get that honestly. Those of you that knew dad, you, you know that um, it's just in my DNA to be that passionate. And, and he still is. He still is. Listen, Paul said, just as you have received Christ Jesus as Lord, just, just as you got saved, okay, continue to walk in him. Everybody say continue. Don't stop. When you have a bad day, when, when, when you, you, you're watching a football game and you say some things at the coaches and, and some ugly stuff at their quarterback, and, and Amy's like, you, they, he can't hear you. I'm like, I know, but it feels real good. When I have those moments, and instead of, instead of listening to the voice of the enemy go, man, I can't believe you. You're a pastor. I mean, I didn't say nothing crazy, I'm just, but, but, but my anger was real. It was, you think I'm passionate and jacked right now? You should have saw me about 11.45 last night, right? What I'm saying, I'm using, my, I'm using me as an example because you have moments in your, own, in your own world, in your own life. You have moments where you blow a gasket, where you say something to her husband, 
wife, will you say something to him? I saw a a quote yesterday. It said, watch your words because words can be forgiven, but they can't be forgotten. Come on. Those of you married men, you know I'm telling you the truth. (laughs) I'm going to keep on moving because I don't want to get in trouble today. It's a new year. And so Paul said, just as you received Christ Jesus, continue to walk in him, being rooted and built up in him and established, established. This is the word that I want to sink in. This is the word that I want you to constantly hear for the next 365 days. Am I being established in God? Or am I being established in social media and all the signs of the times and all of the, all of the culturist stuff that's going on? What are you being established in? Everybody say continue. I love that word because anybody can start something. <laughs> I walked into the gym. This was, today's the first. So I walked in the gym on Friday, which would have been the 30th. Right? Everybody knows New Year's resolutions. You know, you start the gym, healthy eating, all that stuff. Anybody do that stuff? Great. Congratulations. Continue. (laughs) I walked into the gym, 545, and I opened the door, and there's usually like four or five people in there. I opened the door, and it went, because the door makes so much noise, it went click, 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 and everybody turned, and there was like 25 people in there, and I was like, where did all y'all come from? Where'd y'all come from? And, and And I asked Jamie, I said, Jamie, I said, who are all these people? He said, Bradley, it's going to be the first of the year. He said, just give them until about Tuesday of next week. <laughs> continue. Continue. But as you, listen, listen. As you continue, you will become established. Anybody can start something. But my question is, can you continue? Anybody can start a diet. Anybody can buy gym membership and, and, and start working out. Anybody can start organizing their life. Bless her heart. My wife has been organizing stuff. And there were some things Ansley and I both, she was like, should I organize that? And me and Ansley went like, no, (laughs) because we need to know where our Cheerios are. (laughs) She was organizing everything. She'd flip the house upside down and go, here, this is it. That's how, that's how we felt. It's been, it's been great. It's been great. (laughs) See how I try to backstroke through there. Listen, anybody can start working on a budget. How many of us we all should? I live by an Excel spreadsheet. But listen, when, you're, when, you, when you work your money and your finances according to his word, even though I have that spreadsheet, it actually is, it actually is proof that his word is true because the numbers never add up. Come on, somebody. He is so faithful. He, dude, he, he's faithful. When we get rooted and established in God and we live our life and turn our finances over to him, that's the one way we can say, I love God, but it's the one way that he knows if we love him or not, because it's the one thing that, that it will easily sway us away. Are you with me this morning? Anybody can start, anybody can begin this journey as a follower of Jesus, but my question for every one of us in this room and those listening by Facebook Live and podcast, can you continue, can you continue this journey with Jesus? I already told you, there's going to be trouble, there's going to be things that happen, and we're not always going to respond to them the way that, that a Christian should. But will you continue or will you let a a, a moment of weakness cause a stumble that you just land on your face and never pick yourself back up? God is saying, pick yourself back. I got you. Pick yourself back up. 
Because as you and I continue, God establishes something within you. As you and I continue, God will establish something within you. Let me, let me explain it this way. For those, of you that, for those of you that know 2020 was, um, is a year that you'll never forget. Amen? Right? 2020 for our family was probably, for me personally, was one of the most trying seasons of my life. I mean, December 31st, 2019 was the day that dad officially retired. And he didn't like that word. You never retire. How many knows what being a pastor is not a job? It's not an occupation. It's a calling. So he just transitioned the calling into something else. But how many know God had bigger plans? Amen. And so, so, 20, so 2019, December 31st, dad retired from the ministry, which means January 1st of 2020, I became the lead pastor of the ministry that my parents, that, that dad and Robin started um, many, many years ago, over 30 years ago. Listen, we had big plans for 2020. Like this was going to be the big year, our biggest year for the Easter egg event, like 2020, like when we transitioned, there was that verse that I've already heard been read a couple times that God, behold, God is doing a new thing. God was doing a new thing (laughs) and then put on the brakes. Y'all remember that? It's like, hold up. What's going on? Right. All of our lives. Go get all the groceries. Go get all the toilet paper. And some of y'all, y'all took them serious because you took it all. Left us the blue shop towels. You, you know what I'm saying? Bless y'all. Right? We laugh about it. We got to, but we didn't know what was going on. It was crazy that year, right? It was going to be our biggest year as a ministry. We were going to launch a building campaign to purchase the property. We were going to go big for the Christmas parade, but COVID hit and everything shut down. And I remember sitting in, in our house and, uh, one day and I was just wondering what was going to happen. I mean, I did. I, what was going to happen to the ministry? I mean, y'all remember, we couldn't go nowhere. And, uh, and when God, when, when the enemy isolates you, where does he go? This right here, he attacks your mind. I'm thinking, I mean, I was, I, I'm like, God, should I call dad? Bring, like, n- n- <laughs> see, no pastor had ever experienced this. But, but the enemy was like, you can't handle this. Well, nobody had ever handled it. Nobody knew what was going on. We're rushing around, scrambling, trying to get cameras up so we can. Like, we didn't know. And, 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 and here I'm thinking, man, I moved my family down here. God, you, you knew all. You saw all. Both my parents were still here, by the way. They had not passed. I'm like, God, you saw. Why did you, why did you allow us to transition? I'm just being real with y'all. Y'all do the same thing when things go crazy. You're like, God, what, what, why'd you let this happen? I, I thought you were in control. Oh, he's, he's very much still in control. Right? And, and, and the enemy started bombarding my mind with all kinds of doubts and fears. And he was filling my head with all kinds of scenarios and, and lies. And I'm thinking, you know, God, we, 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 we sold so much stuff back home and we, uh, in Georgia and we moved here. And, and God, what is going on? Like I was scared for, for our, like are we going to close up shop here and, and just all disperse to other churches within the ministry? I mean, within our city. I didn't know what was going to happen. None of us did, right? But... I remember calling dad up one day because I needed some wisdom and some godly counsel on what to do. Like, should we ignore the government recommendation, recommendations and face legal um, ramifications? Y'all remember? Y'all remember seeing pastors, you know, who, who you know, get locked up? And I'm like, hey, I love them people, but Jesus, come on. <laughs> I'm going to need somebody to come sign a bail for me or something. Right? I didn't want to do nothing crazy. And I caught a lot of flack for the decision that we made. And the decision we made was to pause. In person, 
Because, see, the Holy Spirit dealt with me and took me back to a verse of Scripture. I'm not knocking other churches who, who pushed on through and did. I'm just telling you, for me, I, I, there's a verse that talks about that he placed, whether you agree with the government officials or not, he placed them in a position for a reason. And I had a, a responsibility that you saw me respond in a way that wasn't defying what government said. So what, are you, what are you saying, B? I'm saying, man, in every decision... That we said just a moment ago, we we're going we're gonna to give to him. Every day. Go to his word. Find out what his word says. How are we supposed to respond? How, how to do real life. But can I just tell you that after we made the decision to go to, for like two months where we just had a handful of us in here and everybody was watching online. People from other states were watching online. I felt such a peace in the midst of uncertainty that everything was going to be all right. And I'm here today to tell you, no, how, no matter how bad it gets, we made it through 2020. Look, if we can get through that, we can get through anything. <laughs> Why? Because even if it got worse than that, God is with us. I'm trying to encourage somebody today. God is still in control. So then in June or, Ju- June or July of 2020, we found out that my stepmom, Robin, had a very rare bladder cancer. And then within three months, she, which, was, which was a side effect, we were told... It was a side effect from an infusion that she had been taking for years for Crohn's disease. And it was a bladder cancer that was so rapid that, that it took her. It took her. No, it didn't. Jesus said, you're done. Amen, you're done. Amen. Amen. Three weeks after that, dad passed away in, our, in their home as well. And again, I was faced with this decision. Do I give up and walk away? I'm trying, to, I'm trying to help somebody that even when life does not make sense, don't give up. So do I give up on the calling? The reason, that I, the reason I was created so that I could stand here before you in 2020, I mean, uh, January 1st of 2023, that's why I was created. So I, God moved us here in 2013. We will have been here nine years today. Listen, did, did I, do, I, do, I, do, I, do I walk away from the calling or do I continue to pursue what I believe is the reason that I was born? And I remember walking back in here just three weeks after dad's funeral. And I stepped up on this platform and I, and I preached my very first message after dad passed. And I remember the title. It was called Closing the Gap. And I'm here today to tell somebody that when you're faced with uncertainty and you're in the middle of a tough season, close that gap immediately. I'm going, I'm going to go right back there. Close that gap. When you're faced with anxiety, fear, doubt, depression, close that gap. What's the gap? The gap is what's in between where you currently stand, which is not permanent unless you choose to be there. And the place that God wants you to be, that's the gap. Anxiety, doubt, and fear creates a gap between because you're like, oh my gosh. And the more you think about it, the more, th- the more deeper and the more wider that gap gets. And I'm telling you, church, close that gap. Stop. Just, you got to stop that voice. What creates the gap? Listening to the voice of the enemy, which is a lie. You've got to continue on, even if all you can do is see the one step forward. If all you can do is, is go, I'll step forward. If that's all you can do, hear me, that's enough. Take one, that's continuing. That's continuing. I'm not saying just go off in a sprint. But, but, but just one step is, because is, that's, that's, what, that's what Colossians is all about. Continue. 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 
What am I saying? There is something powerful that happens when you and I make the decision to not give up and we keep moving forward. There's something supernatural that happens. If all you can do is take one step, that's enough. Can I tell you what happened when our family made the decision to push through and continue forward? That decision broke chains that were designed to keep and hold me down. When you choose to, to not listen to the lie and you move forward, take one step, you, in, that, in that decision, you're breaking chains that were, were created by the enemy to hold you hostage. hostage. Listen, and to me, that's what the word established is all about. What am I saying? There is something powerful that happens when you and I make the decision to not give up and keep moving forward. Listen, there is a, there's an authority that comes from being established. I just don't feel real strong. You continue, and as you do, you, you, your roots will go deeper, and you'll, build, you'll get built up in him. There's a dependability that sets in when you're, you're established. When you and I become established in God, our faith grows roots in the promises of God. So the enemy can send every pandemic. He can, at this point, what am I saying? He can, send, he, can talk, he can trash talk me. He can send all kinds of garbage. He can, he can put people in front of me. I, I know I'm just giving him more ideas, but that's okay. Because you know what? God has me, and God has you. Listen, there, there, it's, it's a boldness. It's a boldness that, 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 that happens when you become established in God. And when you become established, it's basically trash talking back at the enemy and say, you can throw anything you want at me. I'm not going anywhere. And that's what happened in 2020. He was trying to shut all the churches down. Okay, that's fine. We, we honored what the government said. We, but we continued on. Continuing may, listen, continuing may look a little different than what you're used to. Y'all weren't here. That was weird. I'm trying to lead people to Jesus. I don't know if you got your hands up or not. I'm just trusting, you know. Like, like that's what it was feeling, right? Continuing may look different, but continuing is, and we did that, and it basically let the enemy know, Forward Church, Release City Church, Calvary Worship Center, we went through some names because the, 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 the dynamics of the ministry changed. We continued. It may not look the same, but it continued. We're still preaching the same message. But it's basically telling the enemy, we're not going anywhere. Send what you want. Come on, bring it. Hit me with your best shot. Fire away. I'm not going anywhere. Some of y'all need to say the same thing. Everybody say, get established. Do you know why Release City Church is here 30 years later? Because my parents in the darkest, loneliest seasons of ministry didn't throw in the towel. But they were, they were established in God. See, when you become established, everything that you've got your hands in and you're connected to, if it's God, it, it becomes established. That's why, this church was, that's why this church didn't go anywhere. Do you know why this ministry made it through a pandemic? We never missed a bill. You know why? Because this ministry is established in God. Not the Weber family. In God. Do you, want, do you know what's going to keep you grounded and sustained when you go through tough seasons in your, in your own life? By being established in God. When the naysayers are saying things and things are happening that you don't understand, listen, stay established. Hide under the shadow of the Almighty. Just His shadow alone. 
That's how big God is. Just a shadow alone can cover you. Listen, being established means roots go deeper and I get stronger. What's that mean? That means that things don't have to get easier for me to get better. Hold on. Let me say that again. Circumstances don't have to line up in order for me to now continue. Most of the time, church, you're going to be required to continue when it's tough. That's why the word continue is even there. Because if it's just a, a gravy train, we don't, continuing is nothing. But the continue is when life is hard. When you and I are established in God, let me, let me show you what, what this looks like. When you and I are established in God, we experience something similar to the sensation of being at home. Okay? How many like to be home? You like, you like to travel like me? I like to go places. I like to eat exotic foods and do you know, crazy things and, and, and hook myself to a tr- between two trees and a wire and go flying through the air. Like, I like that kind of stuff. But there ain't no bed like my bed. Come on, somebody. I, hotels are nice and I try to you know I, we try to we try to do right where we, where we stay but I don't like sitting on a toilet wondering who was sitting here just a few hours before me I like my seat there's something about being at home there'd be hair in the sink and I'm like that's not mine and Amy and Anthony are back at the house whose is it I got Okay, I'm going to stop. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying, there's something about being at home. And being established gives you the same comforts of home. I wonder if the reason that we're restless and when things get crazy, our minds and our thoughts, thought life gets crazy because we're not established. Are you tracking me this morning? See, being established is like that same just being at home. Last night, Amy was like... You've lost your mind about this game. I said, baby, this, uh, she don't know, but as soon as she said it, I was like, I'm using that tomorrow because she don't know where I'm going. This is my house. I'm not trying to impress nobody. We in this thing for life, right? I'm not trying to be somebody I'm not. I'm just me. That's what home does. When you're established in God, you can have that same level of comfort. Are y'all following me today? Get established. It, being established will, will take care of a lot of our issues. Anxiety, fear, doubt, what, all that. Just get established in Him. Some of y'all have faced some trying times this past year, 2022. And the fact that you're here shows me. The, th- the fact that you're still in this room shows me that you are, you are established in God. See, when you're established, you basically say, come wind, come rain, I won't be afraid. Come on, you send the rain. Send the storm. That's dangerous, but there's no place like home. We need it. Listen, studies, studies show that, that, that humans, that we need a place to call home. We need that. And I just got to wonder if our, if, our, if our physical bodies need... Excuse me. Need a place to call home? How much more do our souls need a place to call home? Amen, this, this is not home. I know a lot of people don't like to talk about death. And the, this is, I'm just passing through. I used to hear dad say it all the time. And I'd be like, no, but I like, I, like, I like where I am right now. This is not it. Heaven is my home. I wonder today if you started this journey following Jesus, but... but, but but like Paul, you, you don't feel like you continued it. Like you, 
I, I just wonder if there's anybody here like that this morning. I mean, here's what I mean. Maybe God established his salvation in your life, but, you, you, but are you establishing your life back into his salvation? In other words, he invested in you. Are you now investing back into God? God put something in you, but are you willing to take something and put it back into God? That's what being established is about. That's where the life that you and I are looking for, the peace, and that's, that's where you're going to find it. Where you're going to find it in God. Psalms 1-3 says this, They are like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit each season. Their leaves never wither, and they prosper in all they do. An established faith is fully planted and rooted in the promises of God. The problem is, we live in a culture and a society that elevates image above authenticity. As long as it looks right. If I was a gardener and I had a plant, and, and, and it was looking, you, you know, like some of y'all's plants do at y'all's house. I, as, a, as a good gardener, I may look at it, the leaf, for a moment. But really what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to the root. I got to see, is there something down there? What's causing, what's causing the life to be sucked out? I'm talking about your roots. It says you'll be like a tree planted by rivers, streams of, li- of water. And, and, and you'll bear fruit in all seasons. I don't know about you, but I want to bear fruit in all the seasons. The good seasons and the bad seasons. See, culture tells us, we'll just get a can of spray paint green and just paint it. Y'all seen those things on, on social media where the people's, their yards are, are, are brown and they, they pay somebody to come and put... Why? Because we're all about the image versus the reality of where we are. Which is really, which is really a great example of religion and the proof of why religion, religion does not work. Religion says, clean yourself up on the outside, hoping that it'll change who you are on the inside. But it never does. It's why most of the New Year's resolutions fail. Most New Year's resolutions are all about changing what we do, hoping that it'll change who we are. I'm going to stop doing this so it'll make me... No, 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 no. That's, that's, that's backwards. It's, it's who you are that leads to what you do. Maybe the only thing you need to hear today is this. Instead of stepping into the new year with all, re- all these resolutions, which resolutions are great. Instead of thinking about what you can do to change what you do, perhaps you leave here today looking for some revelation on who God says you are and who God wants you to become. What I'm saying is get established and root yourself. Put some roots down in the truth about what God's, what God's word says about your identity. Because your ident- from your identity flows your actions. Listen, when you write this down. When you know who God is, you'll know who you are. And when you know who you are, you'll know what to do. When you, when you know who God is, then you'll know who you are. And when I know who I am, I'll know what to do. There'll be no question. Listen, I'm talking about a church. I'm I'm, I'm, going to wrap this up. It's getting quiet in here. I'm talking about a church whose faith is not fragile. When the storm comes, their their faith doesn't go, sound like Pac-Man. Right? But that's how most Christians are. When the storm comes, they turn into the Pac-Man. Right? Listen, I'm talking about a church whose faith isn't shaken at the first sight of a storm because their root system has been so established in God. Amen. Does anybody else want to be a part of a church like that? Yeah. That's who Release City, that's what Release City is all about. Yeah. You can send the storm, but we'll still be here. Yeah. 
My hot water heater may blow up on a Sunday morning. Bless God, I know where the, where the main valve is. I'll shut that thing off. I'm still going to come to the house of the Lord. We'll deal with that later. So we've talked about the what, which is being rooted in the promises of God. We talked about the why, so that we can bear fruit in every season. Now I want to talk to you just in the last few moments of, of, I want to talk to you about the how. How do we do this? How do we, how do we get established? Listen, the, the way you plant your soul in its spiritual home, and the way that you get established in your faith is by incorporating and applying four kingdom principles. I'm going to give them to you real quick. How do you get established in, in God? And plant your soul in your spiritual home. Four principles. Here they are. Number one, experience God. Experience God. Number two, find family. This is not just a church. That's right. This is family. Yes. Amen. Number three, discover purpose. And number four, make a difference. Listen, if you're going to live a great life and leave a great legacy, you're going to have to include these four kingdom concepts. They're featured throughout the Bible. <laughs> if you want to see results in your life in 2023, this is, this, is, this is how you're going to make it happen. Listen, at Release City Church, we actually have opportunities and ways for you to exercise these four concepts. Let's go through them. Number one, experience God. This is why we do weekend, weekend services so that you can experience God. Not because you can come hear me and hope that I'm going to say something really funny that embarrasses Mrs. Weber. It's not why you come. That's just a bonus. <laughs> and you're welcome. <laughs> Listen, this is why we have our kids on the weekends. Right? So, we, they, they, so as we're experiencing God in here, they're experiencing the presence and the power of God. That's why we let them come in in, in worship. So they can see and experience God. This is why we do the Gap, which is our middle school ministry. This is why we do Release City, high school and college, uh, once a month as well. We say it all the time. Come experience God and find out what he thinks about you. Find, listen, find out that God's not mad at you. See, 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 we walk out of church sometimes thinking, well, I, I, that's not me. Well, it doesn't have to be. God loves you just the way you are. He covered you. Our girls aren't, aren't perfect. They don't do everything just right, but we love them anyway. Come on, mamas and dads. Y'all know, right? Listen, when we open up the doors of this building every weekend, we do it to anybody and everybody. Why? To make it as easy as possible for as many people as possible to meet Jesus and experience God. That's why we do it. Number two, find family. Listen, we want to be a small church with a lot of people. We want to be a small church with a lot of people. I had somebody stop me just uh, a couple Sundays ago that said, hey, we've, we've tried some other churches, went to an, a, a rather large church in another county, and they said, first thing, the pastor got up on the platform and said, hey, I know our church is big, and you may never get a chance to meet me, but they said, that was not our home church. Listen. I don't care. I don't know what God's going to do with the size of the ministry. I know that he put in my heart for there to be more and bigger. That doesn't mean more. That means we're, we're going we're to go big for God. And I'm here today to tell you that I will always be a pastor that is approachable. It does not matter the size of the ministry. Check me on it. Check me on it. And we've been a part, we've been a part of a large ministry before. Check me on it. 
Because I never want somebody to feel like they can't touch. Let me tell you something. If Jesus was here, he'd say, hey, B, can you be quiet? I got something I need to say. He'd sit right down beside you and go, hey, I died for you, and I love you, and, and everything's going to be okay. That, that's, that's Jesus. See, that's, Je- that's who we're supposed to be like. Find family. We're going to do everything we can to turn a small crowd into a community. Every crowd, we want it to be a community. Amen. Listen, it can happen in the lobby. It can happen in the cafe before services. It, it, it's already happening. Find the family. It's happening when you, before you ever get here, before, serv- I mean, before service starts and you're already in here. Man, well, there's people. There, y'all, got, y'all are doing life together. One of the big ways that we do this, find family, is through our small groups or our groups. And that's why in just a few weeks, we're going to be launching those. And, 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 and somebody said, well, I, I just don't know if there's a group for me. Then I want to challenge you. To be a leader of a group that's right for you and somebody else. That's what today is all about. Today, before you leave, hey, if there's something you're passionate about, I guarantee you there's at least one other person in this room that's passionate, probably passionate about the same thing. I think one of our biggest, uh, biggest things that we do, biggest groups, that's, um, is, is, our, is, is the people that go to the gun range. Like they're doing stuff all the time, right? That, that's, that, somebody said, well, what's that got to do with the gospel? It's called connect. Ministry is relational. That's the one thing we understand. Ministry is relational. That's why our groups are so important, because you and I need community. I guarantee you, you will find family in this church. Number three, discover purpose. At Release City, we believe that you were created on purpose for a purpose. I eventually, I eventually want to incorporate classes that are going to help you find your purpose that, that's, that's, that we're, uh, I'm going to give that task to one of our leadership team to help start putting, putting a model together. We want to we do classes. I don't know why things are changing. But we want to do a class that helps you discover your purpose so that we can do number four, and that's make a difference. In closing, you were created to make a difference. It's not always going to be, it's, it's not always going to line up and it's not always going to be easy. You were created to make a difference. Andy Gay, you're a difference maker, man. Did you hear me? You're a difference maker. Yeah, but B, you don't, I don't need to know. I'm telling you what he just, it went, I, I caught eyes and he said, tell him. You're a difference maker. You make a difference. And you don't have to have the spotlight and the mic. You make a difference. Let me say this about these four things, these four kingdom concepts. The order matters. The order matters. Experiencing God, finding family, discovering purpose, and then, and then making it. The, the order matters. Let me explain. In Christianity, the moment that we put rules in front of relationship, we've lost Christianity. The order matters. Listen, Jesus was more interested about their backstory before he ever convicted them of their behavior. But how we've messed that up at the church. Let me, let me convict you of your behavior. Well, first of all, conviction is not, and it, doesn't, it never comes out as conviction, it comes out as condemnation. Sorry. Conviction is the Holy Spirit's job. Jesus just loved. It was the Holy Spirit that convicted. Brother Bradley, you just don't preach hard enough for me. Man, 
The order matters. See, see, the Bible tells us in 1 John that we love, be, why? We love, why? Because he first loved us. The order matters. We go and give and we go and do, why? Because we first received. The order matters so we have something to go give. So it all comes down to this. This, 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 today's, I don't know, all kinds of stuff running through my head. This is what I want, this is, what, this is where it all comes down to. Next Sunday, January 8th, we will be starting our 21-day corporate prayer and fasting as a ministry. Listen to me. This is all what Dad, all, Dad put this in place, and we follow other ministries that do this. And I understand that there are those that will get offended when we put on social media that as a ministry we're doing a corporate fast because they will go to the verse that says, you know, don't let your, your right arm know what your left arm. And, and I, I, got all, I understand all that. This is not a personal. This is a corporate fast. That means we are doing this together because we're in this together. I saw this on social media this week that said fasting is not so that I can get anything that I can get more from God but it's so that God can get more out of me yes. that's what fasting is yes. so, so, so <clears throat> be praying this week about what is it? it it can't just be a bowl of Cheerios guys come on it's got to be something that hurts that I'm willing to get God I'm giving this up this is a passion of mine I'm giving, the, I got, I'm giving this up and I'm going to replace that time or that item or that thing with time with you. And, and let me say this. Don't go into it with a list of, well, God, I'm going to do all this, but I need you to, I need this, I need you to do this, I need this, I need this. No, you need him. And he's trying to get into you. So you'll become established in him. And for 21 days, we're going to have prayer and fasting. In our individual homes. And somebody said, well, I'm just not spiritual enough. No, 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 no. Fasting is for you. It's for every one of us. Because there's things that God wants to do in our lives that, that he can't get in there because we're too filled up with everything else of this world. And I'm saying, God, I don't need this. I need you. A lot of people fast for physical physical reason and that's cool this ain't about the physical this is about the spiritual I just believe that 2023 is going to be the best year our best year as a ministry this is going to be our best year so I don't believe it we'll start claiming it this is going to be our best year and spirit, it'll be our best year spiritually if you establish yourself in the best way. Why are we doing this? 21 days of prayer and fasting. Because we want to put some roots down. And we want to say, here we are. And we're not going anywhere. Are you with me? Are you with me? This is our best year. It's our best year. So, Heavenly Father, as the worship team comes, I'm done. This has been your service today. 
And I ask that everything, every word that was spoken, Father, was deposited, Father. It is, it is, going, into, is going into fertile ground, right, Father, in their spirit, in their, in their hearts, God. They are receiving this. And today, be, that we experienced you in this room. Let's just say this together. Fill me up. More of you. Less of me. Latricia. established you are established continue to let roots go 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 deeper he's got you he has you you're not alone your church family my wife and I we love you and we're here for you call us whenever this is going to not make any sense but hear my words this will be your best year I know that how this will be your best year walk walk with walk with people don't walk alone it matters who you connect with. Julie, you did the right thing today. You're not alone. Hallelujah. He hasn't forgotten your requests. Get ready. He's coming. Full connection. Full connection. His timing. Stay established. Stay established. You're established. Pastor B, what are you doing? I'm just listening to the Holy Spirit. Homie, I don't know if you know this. There's a calling on your life. I've seen it from the very first time I met you. Get rooted in Him. Established in Him. God has big plans for you. I don't know what they are. But I know they're huge because there is, there is, a, there is a, a, it's, a, there's a mantle, a calling on your life. You were created for purpose. I don't know if that's ever been told to you before, but there's a calling on your life. And as long as you're in this house, I have a responsibility to cultivate 
that calling. I have a responsibility and I recognize it in you. Dude, somebody said, man, we're supposed to be wrapping up. I'm just telling you, the presence of the Lord is in this place. I, should have not, I could have not said anything today. I'm telling you, the presence of the Lord is in this place. When you cry out and say, show us your glory, and then expect, and then get freaked out when he shows up, or it didn't happen in our time schedule. ask you to do something and I don't want you to stand out of obligation I don't want you to stand because you're hoping that if we'll all stand that we can wrap up the service that's where we're headed but if you want something new in 2023 if you want God to do something bigger in your life unexplainable that means there's no pre there's no preset ideas you, you can't possibly know it's saying god i don't know but i know there's something big and i want that and you say i'm committed i want to be established and i'm not going anywhere I'm yours, God. If that's you, on the count of three, I want you to stand. One, two, three. I'm yours, God. I'm not going anywhere. I want to be established in you. I want everything you have for me this year. That's what, that's what this sign is. It's saying, God, I'm standing, saying I belong to you, and I want more of you. Cedar Key, I see the shirt. That's what I see. That's you. Yes, sir. Stay hungry. Stay hungry for him. Dude, you... You ate up with passion. I didn't know if we've ever met. You're ate up with passion. Stay hungry. He's going to feel you. Your best year. 2023. Do you believe it? Do you believe it? This is why we do this. 
I remember sitting in services as a kid. God, say something. Say something. I want something from me. Yes. Moments like this right here. God, just say, I need to know that. I, I need to know that you see me. I'm telling you, he sees you. I don't even know how to transition. I don't even know how to transition out of this. <clears throat> I'm not gonna sing that song. I, I, I don't. I don't even want. I don't even. I don't even want to. This is what I want. I want us to take. Th- this is gonna be the weirdest. And those of you that this is your home, you know we always try to end on a high. This is gonna be the weirdest tra- transition. <laughs> to go home to I want you to take this precious I, I don't know if y'all can tell this is a precious moment this is so this is so precious I want this every weekend but not I don't want to reserve it for the weekend I want this every day and this is that's my that's my passion that's my heart and so this is how God said take this take this precious moment it's going to be so I'm not trying to leave on a somber note no, but but take this precious moment and carry this out there. I don't want to bog down this with a hype song. You, you hear what you, you feel me? Take this moment and just walk into Bill's, walk into whatever restaurant you're going to, man. I don't know. Just sit down at somebody else's booth. You don't have to eat with them. Just, just, just God could just tell you, sit down and go, hey, man, I don't know what you're going through. But I just, I just walked in here to eat just like you. But the Holy Spirit wants me to tell you that he sees you and he loves you. Happy New Year. Like, take this. Take this moment and go share it with somebody. I don't know what else to change. I don't know what else to do. I know Sarah's ready for you to come get your kids, so. <clears throat> Listen. Take this. Take this moment. It's precious. Stay open, Jared. Stay open. Adam, we just come. Just bless the house. we love you bless your people Lord protect us Father lead us, guide us let us make a difference out there we love you we give you all the praise all the glory we thank you for another opportunity Father to be a vessel for your kingdom this week, today we thank you for your blessings upon us, for caring for each one of us 
for our children, for our marriage, for our relationships. Let us make a difference and bless our week. We love you. We love this house. God's people said, amen. Y'all have a great week. Well, thanks again for tuning in. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. And if you like what you're hearing, consider rating it and even sharing it with your friends. For more content from Release City or just to stay connected with us, be sure to check us out on all of our social media platforms at Release City Church or through our website at releasecitychurch.org. We love you. And until next time, the best is yet to come.